Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your mama and daddy's greatest podcast in the whole motherfucking world. Gentlemen's Talk is back, season three, episode two. I am your man, Mr. GQ. And I am your wife's favorite DJ, DJ Micah B. Let's get to it. That was hard to the motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to die laughing because this man just said your wife's favorite DJ. I'm just saying, hey, look, if you like to slow dance or if you like to see your wife twerk, I'm that guy. I'm just saying. I mean, I like to see your wife twerk, so, you know, I'll just be there yeah, watching. Yeah, well. <laughs> By the way, like I said earlier, it's a special day, according to my coworker. Do you remember the 21st night of September? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the 21st of September. This year flew by quick. Um, yeah, we, we already got Halloween around the corner. Yeah. Thanksgiving around the corner. Christmas. Yep, yep. New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, so, it's coming quick. How was the weekend? Weekend was good. Um, Went to the Mason Ball. Uh, Got to hang out with a lot of the, a lot of the brothers. Uh, Sunday, I, I had to spend $250 because my car key broke. Um, suck. Yeah, and like I the fob? I, yeah, and I lost the metal piece. The metal piece came out. So mm. I had to spend two hundred fifty dollars unexpectedly. But uh all in all, everything is good, you know what I'm saying? I thank God I had the money. Right. Hey, so God is good for that. What um, you got into? I was see I went to my nephew's football game. My nephew been balling out. I actually took him with me uh, this past weekend. He went to um went to watch us play flag football out there in spring. Okay. I bought him some uh, some grip boots to match his uh, school colors. So he said he felt like he felt like he's invincible, like he can catch anything. So my sister made the joke and the reference, and I thought it was perfect. She said he over here looking like uh, like Mike, and I was like, oh, oh man. So I said, so I said, all right. So was, I said, make me like Moss. There you go with the grip boost on. So there you go. Sure enough, this past Tuesday, my man broke off on like a nice like a forty plus yard run on a on a sweep type thing. Just broke mm. off like it was nothing. So he plays running back and he plays a uh, linebacker. Okay. So he's he's all over the field. He's good. Um shout out to my HTX Fear brothers. We balled out this past Sunday. We went to, and we also celebrated my brother Cam, his youngest who just his young son who just turned 13. Cash, big homie. Shout out to you. Your birthday was fun. We had a bomb. We had a blast over there at Bombshells. It was a good old time. So now that we've taken care of that, shout out to you and cheers to you. Yes, sir. That thing be hitting. That's yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's 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 that Paloma. That Paloma is it. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about our week two picks. Y'all know that DJ Michael B and myself have a season long bet bottle bet going on. We're gonna keep saying it like that. So, this past Sunday, DJ Michael B went nine and six overall. I followed suit going seven and eight. Bringing our season-long totals to DJ Micah B being 20, 11, and 1. Myself being 16, 15, and 1. So I have some work to do. But it is what it is. It's a long season. Very long. 
uh, we had some interesting losses that really, really kind of got us. First of all, nobody told us that Jalen Hurst decided he was going to play for like he was playing for his Hall of Fame jacket this whole season because, good Lord, the Eagles. I, it, 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 was, it was truly a dominating game on Jalen Hurst' parts. Three touchdowns over 300 yards with his arm. Um, another guy that people say can't throw the ball. Eventually, y'all going to have to stop saying him and Lamar Jackson can't throw the ball. You're going to have to stop saying the running quarterbacks can't throw the ball, period. Yeah, that's true. So that 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 was a uh, that was a very good game on Monday. Uh, it was no, it was a phenomenal game because the other game was a, a ass whooping. Oh yeah, I enjoyed watching Stephon Diggs though. Oh no, it was great. I wish I wish Gabriel Davis. I needed Gabriel Davis this past Sunday. Um, Raiders and Cardinals didn't expect that ending. Did not expect Kyler to not only come back, didn't get the two point conversion. He also got slapped in the face. I don't know if you saw that. No, no, I didn't. He went to go celebrate with with some fans, some Cardinals fans, mind you, they're in Vegas, and a dude like, but everybody was slapping him on the passive, and a dude straight up just cold cocked and slapped him in the face. So there's like a NFL investigation going on with that shit right now. I thought it was funny because somebody in the comments was like, "Hey man, that's child abuse." Oh man. <laughs> um, we both took an L on the Bengals. Nobody expected the Cowboys to pull that game off, but uh, except well, except the Cowboys fans. The Joseph. Cowboys fans didn't expect him to pull that off. Well, Joseph came out of his cage for that one. Or, excuse me, his cave. Yeah, but Joseph didn't think they was going to win the game. He was just yeah. hyped that they won. Sounds about right. Uh, we also took, let's see, where else? we took double L's for the Ravens, which should not have happened. Well, Man, Lamar decided to play one of the best games of his whole career, and then somehow Tua followed that up by playing his best game. Probably ever in his life. Six touchdowns, four hundred and twenty-five. That that yards. might be that that trumps anything he did in college. Like, and it also it silences all the doubters when it comes to is Tua accurate? Is Tua a good quarterback? Tua was composed. Tua was down. He was down in this game. Yeah, he battled all the way back. Beat a Ravens team that should have blew the doors off of the, off of Miami. They blew they blew the doors off of him, but they forgot it's a four quarter game. Well, yeah. Speaking of a four quarter game. We also took a double L to the Browns, who let the Jets fucking win. I hate CJ. I had to hear CJ's fucking mouth. Well, we did in the group chat. All I hate CJ. Did. First of all, and I'm not even mad because, like, all right, so the Browns did everything right. Nick Chubb ran that touchdown in. You're up mm-hmm. by you're up by was it 13? I believe it is. Yeah. How the fuck do you not recover the onside kick? I. <laughs> yeah, I was I was at a loss for words. But what I am saying is absolutely 100%. I do believe there needs to be a quarterback change in Cleveland. I have been on this train, and I I don't hate Jacoby Brissett. I really don't. But here's the problem. You're, what you're going to run into is you're, this, the schedule is going to continue to get rougher. Yeah. And we've, we know you know what Jacoby Brissett is. Like, we've seen it. Whether it was in New England, whether it was in Indy, whether it was in Miami, you know exactly who he is as a player. Mm-hmm. You have another quarterback on your roster who did not play very bad. His name is Joshua Dobbs. I'm just saying. Josh Dobbs been in the league six years, played ball at Tennessee, looked really good in the preseason. Yep. I'm a fan of Josh Dobbs. I think he's more athletic than Jacoby Brissett, and I think that's what they need right now. He's 6'3, 220 pounds. And he's and he's no he's twenty seven years old, but he's not a bad quarterback. And 
he I think he deserves a chance. I don't see why he shouldn't get a, get a chance. Um, because I don't know what else you expect Jacoby Brissett to do. Jacoby Brissett has every weapon you could possibly need as a quarterback to be successful. And you can't be successful. Now, you've got Joshua yeah. Dobbs, who's been in the league for six years. So let me pull some stats for you real okay. quick, just, just so you're kind of aware. So he, he hasn't had any starts. He has no career starts. Wow. But he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers before this, which is mm-hmm. where most people know him from. Yep. So in five games, he had 12 attempts, 43 yards, and then he had um, six uh, – I'm sorry. Um, so he had, 12, he had five attempts, four completions, like two yards. So his stats – he hasn't really – he kind of came in in like what do we call garbage time. Yeah. Or it takes some kneels on. This is in 2018 <clears> – <throat> Twenty from twenty eighteen to twenty twenty, so he hasn't been given a true chance to just get out there and do what he does. But you keep watching him in the preseason, you keep watching all the work he's put in, and I'm like, why not just? You never know. Um, and maybe it's because you know we're not we're not at practice, so correct. we don't we don't get to see, excuse me, those types of things. So maybe in practice he's not that good, maybe. But is he at least better than Jacoby Brissett? He, he probably is. It's possible. Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a head coach in the NFL, so I'm gonna digress from that. Um, we split on Bucks and Saints. Um, you took the Saints in that one, and I took the Bucks, and that game was not without controversy. Nope. Once again, Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore, round three to be exact. Yep. Because there was a suspension that happened not last year, but the year I think it was 2018 when he pushed Marshawn Lattimore in the back mm-hmm. and about knocked his fucking head off. And then in this particular one, you had Tom Brady, you had Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, and Marshawn Latimer all involved in the same altercation. Because Leonard Fournette was like, you're not finna hit my quarterback. First of all, Leonard Fournette, like 230 pounds. Like, you, you, you yeah, let, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you, that's you solid. You don't want that kind of solid. Marshawn Latimer, you don't want that kind of smoke in your life. Like, Lenny, Lenny, is a, Lenny is a bigger guy than you think. Yeah. But Mike Evans and him have a long history. And it's funny because Marshawn Lattimore and Jameis Winston used to get into it too. Yeah. Because in 2018, in that same instant that he got pushed in the back, he was getting into it with Jameis. And now they're teammates, which I just think is kind of funny. But, yeah, so we also split on – oh, I had it. Damn, I lost it that fast. Oh, Lions and Commanders. Shout out to the Detroit Lions, man. Yeah. They don't put up 38 and 35 <clears throat> points in the first two weeks. Like, that's – that's huge. The Lions look good, man. Bro, Amon Ross St. Brown looking like a top, damn near a top five receiver in football right now. Yeah. Dude. I, even, I even went to go see if he was available. Oh, <laughs> I picked him up in CJ's league. I, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to see if he was available. I was like, shit, he got me again. Beat me to the punch. I am the waiver champ. So, speaking of Amon Ross St. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown actually made <clears throat> NFL history. Most consecutive games with eight or more catches. It's a big deal. That's a so, good-ass record to own. Yeah, so he had one more game to get, which was this past Sunday, and it was achieved because he is averaging 10 targets a game. Mm. And he's a, he's averaging 10 targets a game and catching eight of them? Yeah. Wow. At least. Damn. Yeah, it's a big deal. Um, same with Cooper Cup, by the way, who is also trending in the history yearbooks because um, he is – in how many consecutive games? They were talking about it this morning. I think it's 18 consecutive games with at least 75 yards. Here's the shitty, and here's the even more crazier stat. No, no, no. It's, oh, I'm, I'm going to do you one better. In 16 of those games, it's been 90 plus yards. 
put that into perspective. That's and <clears throat> this is why I am excited that I drafted Cooper Cup. That is money league. unreal. N- not only is that unreal, the only receiver I thought that the only receiver I could think in history that would have a chance to actually do this besides Cooper Cup, mm, it might be three of them. It'll go with Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, and Megatron. Yeah, I'll even say Megatron. Yeah, those would be the three I would say that would, in history, that I would think would be able to pull off, pull off the feet. But you know what? Um, they didn't. <laughs> I would, I would, I would have thrown To in that mix too. I, I, I wanted to throw To in the mix. My problem with To is he drops too many damn passes. Hang on, nothing to do with the catches and yards. And he could get, he could catch a couple of them and go for his. Well, yeah, well that's right. Yeah, like, that, let's not forget who To is. That, that's right. And in my head, I just, I seen a meme. And I wanted, I forgot I, I forgot to save it. I seen a meme and it was like, man, the NFL would be so much better with passing yards and receptions if you counted only the yards to where the receiver actually caught the ball as the reception catching and everything is just yards after the catch. It doesn't go to your overall uh your overall amount of yards or whatever. But why would the NFL be better because of that? Well, because uh, for, for a QB side, people say it would be better because a lot of quarterbacks would be like, oh, he had 250 passing yards, but he threw one pass for three yards, and the guy just broke and went went 99 yards down the field or whatever. So I, n- I never liked the idea that if I throw the ball 10 yards and you cut up the field, I get credited for 50 passing yards on that play if you make 50 yards. I just I never understood it. But, I mean, that's the way it is. You know what I'm saying? So there's two sides of this. You know, you could throw the receiver open. You can't throw the receiver open, or the receiver could break. So, yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on how you want to look at it. Yeah. Uh, let me see. We might have some some breaking news here. Some breaking. Oh news. shit! Oh shit! Page is all elite. Wow. Oh fuck! This just happened three minutes ago. Is she? She is debuting under the name Sarah, her government name. She is all. Fucking elite. Okay, we're gonna say that for later. All right, all right. Hold, I know, but I'm sorry. I just. I know that's I, crazy. I, I just like this shit just happened. Times like this, I need Joseph readily available, bro. Right now, fuck Joseph. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I can't. We can't get this man for bruising cues. Can't. None of, anywho, all right. So before I was interrupted by the breaking news, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go into our um, fantasy recap. Yeah. So uh, in our league. I am officially 0-2. Which never happens. Well, so no, it didn't happen, but remember last season, I did go 1-3 before before my team turned up. Yeah, and I think you you beat me in that fourth or fifth week and took a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, because I I lost. I won won the first game, and then I lost the three to follow – and then I won in week four and went on like a seven game win streak. Yeah, because you ain't in my damn win streak. Yeah. I had won like the first five games of the dang season. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, as I will continue to tell you guys, I am not worried about the beginning of the season. We have a long way to go, but it does suck being 0 2. Not going to lie to you. Because um, not only am I 0 2, I also have the lowest point scored. I was just about to say that. By shit, by forty five points. 
imagine I forgot to take out Keenan Allen and Michael Pittman Jr. You did. And I still won. I yeah. still put up 199 points. And had I played Christian Kirk, I would have blew the top off of whatever the high score is so far this season easily. Yeah. Well, I mean, and in, 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 in Jared only put up 166 against you. Mm-hmm. Um, Isaiah led us in scoring with 20. I'm sorry. Herb led us in scoring with 209. Isaiah with 208. And uh, Julius, who I am playing this week, with 207. Hey, shout out to Miami and Carolina. Y'all defense is holding it down because I think Miami gave me like 29 points. In week two, I can tell you right now. Uh, for you, Miami gave you ten. Carolina gave you twenty six. Oh, Carolina, so you got, okay. You got thirty six points. Oh, right, because what? Yeah. I mean, Jared got twenty five from the Rams and thirteen from Pittsburgh. So y'all kind of canceled each other out defensively. For you, it was Nick Chubb and J- and Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. And, well, and Aaron Jones, because Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones did his, go off. He had the game of his fucking life. Yeah. Honestly, if Aaron Jones didn't go off, you actually would have lost. Yeah. And Aaron Jones decided to just show the fuck well, up. That's finally. why. That's why I left him in the lineup. I just knew. I, I knew they were going to bounce back because he had Mahomes. For some reason, AJ Brown just wasn't. Didn't have another bomb game. Cortland Sutton had a and but Dalvin Cook didn't go off for him. Dalvin Joe Cook Mixon, had a very bad game. Joe Mixon didn't go off, which I've been I've, I've I've had Joe Mixon bench for the last two weeks, and I guess it's been good. But the problem is I've had him benched, but Austin Eckler ain't done no fucking better. Nobody so, on that team has done anything. Tyler Higgins hasn't really done anything either. And yeah. I and I have him I, on my other Jamar Chase either. No, because Jamar, Jamar Chase played like didn't he didn't play like shit. His production was shit because Herb had Jamar Chase as well, and. Nothing happened from that. That that brings me to ask, what the hell is going on in Cincinnati? I don't know, but they're zero and two. I don't I don't understand. And it's they they haven't they 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 lost to the Cowboys, not an elite team. Who they lose to in the first week? I forgot. The bank, they lost to the um to the Pittsburgh Steelers to the Pittsburgh in overtime field goal. Not an elite team either. No, because they lost to the Patriots. I, yeah, I'm just yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I, and I think I picked the Patriots, by the way. We both did. Okay. But, um. So, yeah, Mac yeah. Jones is going to have a comeback. So, in, all right, now in CJ's league, um, you barely lost. Yeah, I lo- I'm 0 2. 204, 208. It was a real close game. I lost, yeah. um, fucking Dave, Davion or whatever his name is, went the fuck off on me. He was the leading scorer with 252 points. I only put up 194. I Good mean, I'm God. Yeah, I'm still sitting in third in that league, so I'm not tripping because I want I did win week one. Yeah, well, but he had um, I'm sitting in last. So he had Mahomes, Stephon Diggs, Aaron Jones. Get this shit. His kicker, Cincinnati's kicker McPherson, gave him 39 fucking points. Then he got 20 points from Green Bay's defense. Nick Bosa gave him 20 points. So the defensive players are making a difference in both I, leagues. This, this, this year. special the the kickers. The kicking thing, I, I'm still anti-kicker. That's why we don't have kickers in our main league. I'm anti-kicker, too, just for the simple fact that you want to pick it. Like, if I was to pick a kicker for the season, I need a team that gets in the red zone a lot but doesn't freaking score. You need, Touchdowns. like, the Texans. Like, the Texans. Or you need Justin Tucker, Young yeah. Lake who, um, McPherson. <laughs> you need um, 
the Buccaneers kicker, uh, Ryan Suckup. Yep. Um, Nick Folk from the Patriots. Yep. Um, Robbie Gold. You either need a team that's either going to score. Or, oh, um, Gay from the Rams. Yeah. You need a team that's going to score, or you need a team that's not going to make it low, in. Oh, and low-key fucking Brett Maher for the Cowboys. Yeah, well. So, in our, um, in, in our, in, in the money league I'm in, um, I am 2-0. and so I pulled off another solid win. Not surprised. Um, for the second week in a oh, actually, this one I thought I had it until uh the chick that I'm playing this week. So she beat me as far as leading score in the league. I had the leading score last week. I was she barely got me this one, but she put up 189 points. So it's gonna be a good matchup. That's a PPR league, right? Yeah, it's a good league. Cause I put up 162. I had Patrick Mahomes. I had Nick Chubb go off. Cooper Cup gave me 34. Michael Thomas gave me 18. Pat Fryer moved, gave me 12. How the hell do you have Cooper Cup in every league? I only have Cooper Cup in the money league. I don't oh, have, I, don't have I thought any... you had Cooper Cup in our league. Oh, shit, I wish. I wouldn't be losing right now. Um, McPherson gave me 13 points. So, and in Denver's defense also gave me 10. Oh, and Miles Sanders gave me 11 on Monday night. It's kind of like icing on the cake. That is icing on the cake. It's beautiful. So, but Javante Williams kind of uh, gave me nine. Gabriel Davis being injured did hurt me because I had to. I threw like a Zay Jones in. From the Jaguars, he only gave me five points. But I didn't have another option that I could put there. You didn't have another body to put there. No, not a receiver at least because yeah. Michael Gallup's my other receiver, but he's injured, so he's in my IR spot. Um, And then I have I, um, and then I have Aaron Rodgers and then Hayden Hurst, who's a tight end. So nothing I can do about that. But um, week three is going to be good. I like that I'm I like that I'm playing, the, you know, saying the chick that just had the highest leading score. So we're... She's projected 135 points right now. I'm projected 140. Um, so quick, real quick down her roster, which is low-key really good. She's got Tom Brady, Alvin Kamara, J.K. Dobbins, Stephon Diggs, um, T. Higgins, Amon Ross St. Brown, Dallas Goddard, Jacoby Myers, Tampa's defense, and McManus from the Broncos. <clears throat> so she has a low-key That's good a roster. good team. Her bench is still good. She's got Brees Hall, Rashad Penny, Russell Gage, Jared McKinnon, um, Mark Ingram, and Van Jefferson. Um, for those who haven't already heard, of course, you know, my roster, I've got Mahomes, Chubb, Javante Williams, Cooper Cup, Michael Thomas, Gabriel Davis. Hopefully he's back from his ankle injury. Um, Pat Fryermuth, Miles Sanders, Denver's defense against San Fran this week, and McPherson. I would love Williams to actually do something. Yeah, I would too. On my bench, I've got Aaron Rodgers, Hayden Hurst, and a, a, someone that I'm I'm stashing for later. So here's some free chicken for y'all. For those who don't listen to a lot of fantasy podcasts or just don't look at a lot of things, but um, Tyler Algier, I'm babysitting him. He plays for the Atlanta Falcons. Um, he went to Penn State, rushed for two, over 2,000 all-purpose yards um, when he was at Penn State his last year. Great player. Eventually, we'll take over that role as the um, three-down back, so I'm holding on to him because running backs are a premium in a PPR league. So, Yeah. So that's why I have him in that league like that. So... That's how our fantasy stuff looks. Yeah. So. Interesting. I know. Fantastic, right? Ha ha. Jokes on Yahoo. Yahoo predicted me to only score 150 points, and I put up 200. I've, I've surpassed both of my projections so far, but I've still Even in the first week, I surpassed my projections. Shows how much they know. I mean, they know. It's just sometimes you don't expect people to go off like that. But that's, right. that's the reason why I played who I played. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The only thing I'm ever like against Yahoo on is when they tell me that my like my, my draft grade be like a D, and I'd be like, "Wait till the end of the season before you tell me again, motherfucker." 
and then I'll be like, boom. Yeah. All right. Let's get our primetime picks rocking and rolling. All right, let's do it. All right, so we're going to go in reverse order. We're going to start with the Monday night game and work our way back to Thursday. Bet. All right, Monday night game, you got the Dallas Cowboys versus the 2-0 New York Giants. Yeah. So shout out to DJ Micah B and his team for new head coach, Brian Dayball, showing the fuck out. In case you don't know who Brian Dayball is, that was the offensive coordinator for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. So what you got? <clears throat> Cowboys Giants, where you at? You you calling for the upset or you think the Giants gonna go three and zero? Yeah, <laughs> it's like that. Huh? It's like that. <laughs> I hate the Cowboys. I'm not gonna pick them. Um, now to, yeah. to, to, yeah. to be to be so serious, uh, the game I, is in New York. If that yeah I, yeah I, I know the game. I, I definitely know that. Um, I I think lat I think this past week was an anomaly game for Cooper Rush. Okay. Because we all know who Cooper Rush is. We've seen him over and over again. And I mean, but he, he his last two that we've seen, he beat Minnesota and then he beat Cincinnati. He's got two wins. Listen, I, he's got two wins against playoff teams. Dak Prescott does not have From last many, year. Yeah, but, but but Dak Prescott does not have very many wins against playoff teams, just like Kirk Cousins doesn't. Well, it's still to be seen if Cincinnati can actually turn it around this, this year. This is one hundred percent true. But um, this is the team that was in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, but normally, you know about the Hangover. Okay. Yeah. Um, who they playing the first week? I forgot. Who Dallas? Yeah, Tampa. Oh yeah, they lost to Tampa. Okay, barely. Um, they did hold Tampa to nineteen points, which says a lot. Yeah, Michael Parsons is a monster. That's really all. It That's says what I'm saying. Me. Michael Parsons is an X factor in this game because if he gets to Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones is gonna have a shit ass game. Um, I'm actually going to still pick pick with my heart. Um, okay. I'm going to take the Giants, and for anybody asked, I'm not a big believer in Daniel Jones, but I think Daniel Jones is better than Cooper Rush. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna no. just take the better quarterback in this game. Just I'm just take the better quarterback in this game. I I just I think look, I don't even know who the better quarterback is because they both neither one of them will be on my team. But I, I think I think Daniel Jones, I think Daniel Jones is better than Cooper Rush. I am but, not gonna lie. This is such a difficult game to it, choose. It is. It's because we already talked about division it. rival it's fucking division games that make things so difficult. And Dallas and New York. I mean, of course we know it's really Dallas and Philly. That's the bigger one. But Dallas yeah. and the Giants, we, I mean, we know. Oh, we oh, hate, we hate the Cowboys, yes, but, but but it's it's really the Redskins. Also, oh, my bad. Uh, Commanders, Commanders. But this is also the the rivalry that made Odell famous. Yeah, one of the greatest catches of all time happened in Cowboy Stadium. Yeah, but they lost. They did lose, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> but you have Saquon being somewhat back to his normal self. Mm-hmm. You have a healthy Sterling Shepard who's not playing bad. Yep. What concerns me is Kenny Galladay getting limited snaps. Knowing Kenny Galladay is probably your best catch radius receiver on yeah, your roster. Man. You don't have Evan Ingram. I don't remember who your tight end is now. I can't I don't I don't head. I don't know who the tight end is off the top of my head. I just um but you do have a young scrappy defense, but also your guy, um oh shit. You from Florida. Um with Dredge receiver. He's been in and out of injuries. He hasn't played very much either. Kind of doing that Percy Harvin role for your team. Percy Harvin. I mean, that's basically what he's doing. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, oh, Percy man, because I didn't, I, I had, I drafted him, I, I, I waiver wired him last year in fantasy. I didn't draft him this year because I just didn't, I didn't trust him. 
I don't blame you. Um, Why well, can't I remember his name? Oh, da, 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 da. That's going to bug the hell out of me. Me too. Um, I'm about to try to find it real quick just because. Regardless, though, uh, regardless, um, in order for, I mean, the Cowboys defense is, is, is a pretty good defense. Just they yeah. have they have Micah Parsons up front. Um, as long as they don't get hurt, they, they the, the Cowboys are killing on defense. They, yeah, their best players are always injury prone. You just go through. You just go through and name the names from from shit. It, you it, you just go down the line. It doesn't make any sense. But um, I'm not a believer in Cooper Rush, not even a little bit. I mean, I'm not a believer in Daniel Jones either. I just think Daniel Jones is a little bit better than Cooper Rush. Yeah, and that I'm going to say it remains to be seen because Daniel Jones has been hasn't been in the league that long. Well, not, as, not as long as Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush, you know, undrafted guy and, you know, so Hell what? Daniel Jones been this is Daniel Jones fourth year? Or fifth year, fourth, fourth year fourth out of year. Duke, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his fourth year, which I'll never, in my wildest dreams, understand why he was drafted as high as he was. Well, you know, Kadarius Tony, Kadarius Tony. I was gonna find his fucking name eventually. I feel bad for forgetting it, but he hasn't done anything this season, so it's probably why I don't remember. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I'll take the Giants. You can give me the Giants. I'll take them. Okay, you got the Giants. Um, fuck, this is hard. I'm gonna take the Cowboys in an upset. Okay, just because of Micah Parsons. I don't necessarily know if it's an upset, but it's an upset because the Giants. If the Giants go three and zero, I don't know what the world. I kind of want to. I kind of want to pull the line now the world and see who's favored. I kind of want to know who's favored now. Absolutely, that's a good question. And. Let's see. If, I don't. Let's I, see I don't think line. either team will be favored by very much. It might be a two and a half, three and a half uh, line. So, um, right now I don't see. I don't see anything about the betting line. Hmm. They probably haven't said it yet. Oh, I imagine it's should be set by now. They usually have this stuff kind of not predetermined, but pretty. Let me see. Yeah. Cowboys Giants betting line. Let's see. Oh, the Giants are a three point five yeah, favorite. I was just about to say, yep, that's sure yeah. what it is. Yep. Three point five. Three point five. Yeah. That's interesting. If if I was a betting man, I would say I would stay far away from this game if I was a betting man. I don't I can't bet division games. I don't like betting division games, but I would I would bet that. I would bet somehow, some way, the Cowboys would cover this bet. At the minimum. Yeah, I, I do. Believe, I think the Cowboys would cover the bet. Um, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a close game. I really yeah, do. It's, it's going to be this. I don't expect this to be a blowout in, in, from any either side. I think this game is going to be one of the this. I won't be surprised if it's one of those like seventeen to twenty four type games. Yeah. Or it's or or even if it's twenty one twenty four. Twenty one twenty. Yeah. So, but like I said, I'm gonna go with Dallas. I would bet on the over under instead of betting on the odds. I think you have a better chance with the over under yeah. than you would that. So, um, 
let's go to Sunday night. You got two one and one teams, but you also have a lot of storylines going on. You got the Broncos and the Niners. The Niners are going two mile high. Reason being is because Trey Lance now has broken his ankle. Yep. Done for the season. Yep. So insert Jimmy, pretty boy G, back into the fold. And that's exactly why I'm taking the 49ers. I think that changes everything for the Niners as far as they easily could finish as the number three team in the NFC. They also could finish as the number one seed. Yeah, I don't. Um, Richard was Richard Sherman once said that. He doesn't understand why people think Jimmy G is so easily replaced when his win loss record is so high. His win loss record is, is like, good. like I, I, he, I, he's above five hundred. Yeah, and by, he, a, he, by a good margin. Yeah, he, like yeah, okay, I got it. He's been riddled by injury. Is he the perfect quarterback? No, no. But my man's is a winner, Bruh, People look at all stats, but winning is a stat. Like it is a Big stat. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the four. <sighs> it's hard, right? Uh, I just, I haven't seen anything from Denver that I liked other than watching the defense play and more specifically watching Patrick Sertan play. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, is Patrick Sertan enough to keep, like, a Debo Samuel no, 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 control? No, 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 no. Now, here's the thing. Is Kittle going to play? I think George Kittle tips the scales. If Kittle doesn't play, I think it changes his game dramatically. If Kittle plays, yeah. Now, now Denver hasn't been bad against tight ends this season. Yeah, but they they haven't played. No, they had, what, O.J. Howard for the Texans yeah. and who the fuck? Oh, in Seattle. We don't even know who the it, fuck it, Seattle's tight exa- end is. Exactly. And, and, but I'm just saying, but for the sake of... The way they talk about, you know, these types of things. That's why I bring it up that way. But, um... I mean, it could be a schematic thing. You know what I'm saying? They, they, um, but, I mean, I guess it makes sense if Trey Lance is your quarterback because normally younger QBs, your tight ends and your running backs and checking down or your safety blankets. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense. So, uh, you have Mills, on, Mills in uh, Houston, who's a young quarterback. And then you had, uh, I mean, Geno Smith's not a young quarterback. Davis Mills ain't a young quarterback no more. Man, that dude, he 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 what, what he he's he's start or well, he's played what twenty games? Sure, exactly. Yeah, he's played over a season. Yeah, well, all right. But I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the Broncos at home. Yeah, okay. I think, excuse me, I think the Broncos offensively, collectively have better weapons than the Niners do. As far as running backs, receivers, the X factor is tight end wise. Because offensively, you have Debo Samuel. Yes. <laughs> I was just about to say. No, no, you do. One team has Debo and one yes, doesn't. But the other has Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, AJ, and KJ Hamler. So you've got a speedster, a dangerous receiver underneath, and you've got an X factor in this case. If KJ Hamler plays, I think it changes everything because it just does. You also have. I think they have the running back advantage because San Francisco never has a marquee running back. They haven't had a marquee running back since Frank Gore. They've always rotated, 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 that's, rotated. That's crazy to think of, Frank so, Gore. I trust Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon over the running back by committee that for the 49ers will put out there. 
if George Kittle plays, that tips the scales a little bit. But I think the Broncos have enough if their head coach would just let Russ cook with these weapons. Everything would be all right. He's been trying. I've been. He's been. That that offensive line is playing atrocious. Atrocious. He has been trying. He's running for his life. It yeah. seems like he's running for his life on every play. And last year, the offensive line in Denver was not bad. So I don't know what happened. I don't know, but I know. I do know this too. It's a new head coach. It's a new quarterback. It's a new everything. You have to give them a chance to you know right the ship, if you will. You're right. And so, week three is not going to be the chance for them to right the ship. Can they possibly win? I do, but they'd have to keep uh, they'd have to keep San Francisco limited. Fair enough. I, I think it would have to be somewhere like 17-14 or something like that. I think Denver can pull that off. I think Denver can pull off a 17-14 win. I just don't think they're going to. It wouldn't surprise me if they win the game, I also though. Think they can, I also think they can pull off a shootout if they have to. Then I, because they're, if, they're, that, if, it, if it comes down to a shootout, Jimmy G is going to lose the game by throwing a pick. Exactly. That's what I, if, it come, if it comes to a shootout, Denver should win the game. Uh, yeah. So, tomorrow's game. Steelers-Browns, another division game. Why are all of our primetime games division games? Because the NFL is now smart and understand what That's the hell true. people want to well, see. I guess technically. Well, Denver and the Niners aren't a division game. But. Or maybe Amazon Maybe Amazon picked the bid and rights. Amazon um, got some fire yeah. ass Thursday night games, though. Um, like, you, had Chiefs, you had Chiefs and Chargers, which was fire. Yeah. Now you got Steelers-Browns, which is compelling from last year because the Browns had to beat the Steelers twice in a row. Once in the regular season to make the playoffs, then beat the beat the Steelers in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And people have been calling for Mitch to sit and Trubisky and not Trubisky, uh, Mitch Trubisky to sit and Kenny Pickett to start. Obviously, Mike Tomlin's not going to make that pull the trigger so early. I wouldn't be surprised because the Steelers have a Week Nine bye if he decides to do it then, because now you're talking about the Steelers playing like um, I believe it's like. Cincinnati, the Jets, and somebody else. Like, it's not a bad stretch if you're going to have a new quarterback. Yeah. But we'll see. Unless Cincinnati turns it around. True. So we'll see how it looks after the bye week. Well, up leading up to the bye week, excuse me. But you've got a Browns team that figured themselves out. You know, they, they, they had a rough. They really should be 2-0. and They should have beat the Jets last week. But their offense played well. Mari Cooper actually showed up to play football this time. Um, granted, Amari Cooper's also at home. You know, he plays better at home on the road, and I told you that shit last week. He went off for 124 yards last week. So, he's at home again. But I'm having problems with Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm starting to you, really, you, you, like, you want to talk about the last one with, with uh with when we were talking about Daniel Jones and Cooper Rush. How about Jacoby Brissett versus Mitch Trubisky? I don't know which one of these two quarterbacks are better. Oh my God! I'll say the Mitch Trubisky is more athletic. Um, that's about it. As far I, as their arms go, I don't want either one of them. I, you know what? I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it. Bum bum bum. Give me the team with the running back. Both of them got running backs. I, I don't give it. You know exactly what I mean. Give me the team with the oh, running back. With with the team with Najee Harris or the team with Nick Chubb. The Nick Chubb. Give me and Najee Harris played. Najee Harris played okay last week. He did have. I a think nice yeah, he 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 have a back. Uh, 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 he had uh, a nasty ass highlight run yeah. against the Patriots when he hurdled that man and stiff armed him like in the air like that. Oh, that my. By the way, that was a, the other McCourty brother. He did that. Yeah. Too, by the way, they talked yeah. about that on Good Morning Football because um, 
Devin McCourty's on Good Morning Football now. Yeah. So he was like, I promised my brother I wouldn't talk about him. So he didn't, but boy, he sure was on Angry Runs on Tuesday. Mm. Which is, again, ladies and gentlemen, I probably never said this on the air, but I'm going to say it now. Angry Runs, and I told this to DJ Michael B., that is the greatest singular football segment amongst any football show you will ever watch. Get on YouTube and just simply Google Good Morning Football Angry Runs. You know what the greatest angry run of all time is, right? My man Kyle Brandt goes next level. I literally, on Tuesdays, I literally look forward to this segment. Like, I don't give a fuck about nothing else on Tuesdays except watching that segment because I know what I'm about to get. You about to get the best runs of the weekend. Well, you you know what the best angry run of all time is, right? Which one? The the kick to the chest. <laughs> I can't I can't not, remember not who did that. Antonio Brown. <laughs> not the Antonio Brown. Oh my god, bro. That was oh god, that was so oh I, I didn't I didn't even know that was illegal until Antonio Brown did it. Through the flag personal yeah. file, I was like, oh look. Unnecessary roughness, like man, I was in the air. I don't know, I can't do nothing. Yeah, nah, better than me. I had to fight him. I'd have caught his ass midair. You ain't finna drop. You ain't finna put your whole ass fucking cleat in my chest. Pop a power bomb, huh? Well, I'm, I'm trying to reverse that shit into a Kurt Angle ankle lock type of shit. Bro. Oh man! Fuck? All right, so I'm also gonna go with the Browns in that particular matchup. Um, I just think the Browns have the Browns have more stability, minus the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. The Browns are going to be very, very dangerous. When Deshaun Watson comes back, December fourth, yeah, it, it's the Houston Texans. It, it's going to be very dangerous because they have already proven they can win without a good quarterback. And then you bring a a great quarterback into the pit. <laughs> yeah, great, yeah. So, so let's debut this new segment. Uh huh. DJ Micah B is bringing us a brand new segment. It is entitled Quick. Takes. Yes, yes, DJ yes. DJ Micah B, take it away. All right, people, we're going to do this quick take thing. Here's the, here's the, pretty much the breakdown of it. There's a lot of other, I guess you would say podcasts or places. You get a, a, a quick response. First thing that comes to mind. I'm going to ask the question. My boy, Mr. GQ over there, he's going to answer the question, and we're going to keep it moving right along. At the end, anything that it was compelling or different, I'm going to ask you to elaborate. Are you down with that? As soon as I reload this drink, well, all okay. the way turned up. I got ten questions for you. You think I, you can, you think you think you can handle ten quick responses? That's what she said. Wow. Okay. Let's get it. All right, here we go. Best two teams in the NFL. Mm. Bills, Ravens. Mm. Besides Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, which quarterback would you have on your team? Joe Burrow. Which game this weekend surprised you the most? Oh, Raiders and uh, Cardinals for sure. All right, we got these teams, Panthers, Falcons, Raiders, Titans, Bengals, Colts, Texans, which are winless teams. Obviously, I couldn't say 0-2 because, well, mm-hmm. you know the Colts and Texans at the time. Of those winless teams, most likely to turn around and make it to the playoffs. Bengals. Which 2-0 team is likely to miss the playoffs? Dolphins, Chiefs, Bills, Eagles, Giants, Bucks. Giants. NFC West, all 1-1. 49ers, Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals. Who wins the division? Mm, Niners. Better defense, Bucks or the Bills? Mm, Bills. 
are Tua and Jalen Hurts, the two QBs from Alabama that break the curse of bad Alabama quarterbacks. Yes, with an honorable mention of Mac Jones. I forgot Mac Jones did play there. Wow. Um, has the AFC South finally returned to being the worst division in football? Yes. Last but not least, after this season, is this the end for Matt Ryan? Yes. Whoo! You know I love me some Matty Ice or Matty well, Lukewarm right after, now, as we coined him recently. Definitely Matty Lukewarm. So, one answer surprised me. The Joe Burrow answer really caught me off guard. Why? Um, because I know you're big on Lamar Jackson. Uh-huh. And you're recently big on Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, you still got... Your your quarter your team's quarterback in Mac Jones. I guess I, I can see why he didn't pick Mac Jones, but just Lamar Jackson was out there, Jalen Hurst was out there. True and uh, true. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady were both out there, but I assume true you true. I assume you didn't pick either one of them because they're up in age. So true. I also chose Joe Burrow because he's the youngest. That's true. And but Lamar Jackson's not that far ahead. But running quarterbacks do not have the long of a shelf life. Okay. So I figure. At some point, let's say around age 29, age 30 for Lamar Jackson, when the athleticism starts to dial down just a bit, things change. Joe Burrow's already not a blazer as far as speed goes, but his arm is beautiful. And his untangibles are beautiful. If he ever gets an O-line, if you give Joe Burrow the same offensive line that Dak Prescott had as a rookie, the Bengals would win 14 games. Period. They win 14 games. The one that also took me by by surprise was which game surprised you the most, and you picked the Cardinals. I did, because the Cardinals last week against the Chargers. No, the week before that. No, whoever I don't even remember who they played in week one. But the the Chargers. They didn't look formidable. No, they looked like they fell off the face of the fucking earth. I think, and I knew what I knew what to expect from the Raven from the Raiders. You were going to get a team that's going to score about anywhere from 19 to 24 points a game. It's about normal. And the Cardinals, without DeAndre Hopkins, you traded away Chase Edmonds. You had a slightly banged up Zach Ertz. You had Hollywood Brown, who's hit or miss at best. Like, I have no expectations for them. I so, think uh, I think they need to find their identity outside to, of DeAndre Hopkins. And not to mention, and I didn't mention it before, but there was so much controversial bullshit surrounding Kyler's contract and the whole, you must study X number of hours instead of playing yep. college. Like, there was just a lot of shit. And I don't like Cliff Kingsbury. I don't either. So, I did not think they would win that game like that. That's why I picked the Raiders. Because I trusted Derek Carr and Devontae Adams to handle business, Josh Jacobs to handle business, Darren Waller to handle business, and they didn't. So I was surprised that the Raiders, after losing to a division rival in the Chargers in a very close game, by the way, it was 24, like 24-19 or something like that, that they turned around and lost at the end of the game to Kyler Murray and company. Well, they really, they lost to Kyler Murray because Kyler was like, Kyler carried that shit. In the, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Ky- Kyler finally showed up to be the guy that was playing for a contract. Thank God. Um, yeah. That might have been the only ones that took me, took me by surprise. Uh the two and O team most likely to miss the playoffs. You pick the Giants. Hell, I picked the Giants, and I'm a Giants fan. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, and the reason being is because I still think the Eagles are going to win the division, even though they're yeah. one and one. Don't get me wrong. 
I actually, I'm a big fan of Brian Dable, the coach. I'm a big fan of this roster once they get rid of Daniel Jones. So they really, I think if you give them a, if they had an above average quarterback, a top 10 quarterback to say the least, that's a playoff team because they have a healthy Saquon. You have a healthy Sterling Shepard. You have the right player. You Kayvon Thibodeau, their draft pick this past year, really good player. I think he's also banged up right now. Uh, he may not even play on uh, on Monday night, by the way. But hell, there's at least 24 quarterbacks starting that's better than Daniel Jones. So, and there's one that's not even playing in the NFL right now, or two that that aren't playing right now that are better than Daniel Jones and Dak Prescott and Deshaun Watson. Would you take Baker Mayfield over Daniel Jones? <sighs> I forgot Baker Mayfield. You know, was I gotta start. ask these hard hitting questions. <sighs> Man, yeah, I would. And at, at this point, I would. And the re- shit, Baker won a playoff game, and he looked very damn good in his playoff debut in that I, game. Would you take Cooper Rush over Daniel Jones? No. Would you take Mac Jones? Hell yeah, in a in a heartbeat. You know I love Mac Jones. I just, I'm just, I'm, I just, I'm I, I just, I just forgot. I forgot Mac Jones was the Alabama quarterback. Would you I take Matty lukewarm? Right now? Yeah. No. Marcus Mariota. No. See, I would take Marcus Mariota over Daniel Jones. I wouldn't because his he the it's still he still has the legs. I know, and I, that's and that's really why. I, I know if, 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 if that's, that's that's why I have to sit like, here and think about it. Like, would you take Jameis? Man, listen, I'm taking Jameis over Daniel. I know Jameis got his turnover history, this and that, but I mean, I got one that may or may not stump you. Would you currently take? New York Jets, Joe Flacco over Daniel Jones. No. Thought I would ask. No. Uh the the Jets. I goddamn I'm the Jets got lucky that Joe Flacco really went off. They Joe Flacco hasn't had a game like that probably since that 2012 run with the Rank. Come on. Yeah. Joe Joe cool. Hey. <laughs> at least he's still cool, unlike Matt Ryan. Well, Listen, listen. Go look at the fantasy numbers and the listen. actual NFL numbers. Joe Flacco's sitting kind of high right now, but <laughs> of course it's only week two. But anyway, that, that that's the beautiful thing about football. It is. It's seventeen weeks. I'm trying to tell you. Let's talk about this again in week ten. Anywho, we are on to the shout out portion of the show. So, you want to kick us off? Sure. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to the guy who was just talking shit about my quarterback Daniel Jones. Um. Somehow, some way, this man has quarterbacked the Giants to a two and O record, hoping for a three and O record this week. Um, I, I, I don't, I have nothing to praise him about though. But somehow, some way, hey, we winning is a stat, you know. So winning is a stat, and he got both wins. I hope he makes it three. He, if he loses to Cooper Rush. We know it's over. <laughs> His confidence is going to be gone at that point. We'll disown that boy. Man, um, we won't disown him, but shit. I mean. You're going to be the middle child. Damn. That's all. That might be almost just as bad. Yeah, it is just as bad. Um, So I'm going to give a shout out to um. Private Salinas. So Private Salinas today took his oath to swear in to the Texas Army National Guard today. Very nice. For those who know. 
that is my other career. I am a full-time recruiter for the Texas Army National Guard. And 23-year-old Private Salinas swore in today to become a 91 Bravo, which is a mechanic. So he will be leaving next month to go off to training and go off to do better things, along with Private Solis, who will also be going in as a 91 Bravo as well. They will both be going to the same unit, and they're shipping out a couple days apart from each other. Going to both going to Oklahoma to go do great things for the state of Texas when they return and be great members of society. Hey, all right then. That's what I'm talking about. So, debuting new segment number two. Oh, by the way, we're drinking Paloma. I don't have any more in my glass. I got you. you I will, let me describe this to it. So, for those who like to drink as much as the rest of us do, this is from the <laughs> Rancho LA. This is Gloria. Y'all know about it. It is those crazy ass wine cocktails y'all be seeing. It's got 13.9% alcohol by volume. This is the Paloma wine cocktail flavor, ruby red grapefruit. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. 100% diagave wine. Great taste. We had it on ice. We've been drinking it all day. Uh, let me slide this down to DJ Michael B because he said his glass was empty. So you can pretty much pick this up anywhere, but if you know by now, if you've been following the show as long as we have been doing the show, you know for a fact when I pick up a lot of these things, you know I picked it up in my local H-E-B. Here, everything's better. H-E-B, let's get this deal, man. We're trying to get it one time for the one time. So, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. GQ, myself is the guy, is going to bring you a brand new segment called Is He a Hall of Famer? It kind of reminded me of who he played for. Hey, so is he a Hall of Famer? How it's going to work? I am going to take a random current NFL player. No, it will not be a quarterback every single week, but for the sake of this segment, the first one is a quarterback. And I'm going to read off the best years of this said player and give DJ Michael B a couple chances to kind of possibly figure out who it is. Well, first he'll ask, he'll answer the question, Is does he believe this person is a Hall of Famer? And then I will reveal who this person is. I will not tell you the team that the individual played for. That's fine, that's fine. But I will read off the stats because the stats okay. are the kind of the key here. So, starting in 2015, this quarterback threw for 4,166 yards, 29 touchdowns, and 11 interceptions. 2016, 4,917 yards, 25 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. 2017, 4,093, 27 and, tw- and 13. 2018, 4,298, 30 and 10. 2019, 3,603, 26 and 6, arguably one of his best years. Um, 2020, 4,265, 35 and 13. 2021, 4,221, 33 and 7, by far his best season. And currently, 2022. 498, 3-3. Three three. Is this player a Hall of Famer? What's his overall? What, what's, what's, what's the collective overall on the yards? For his current... Well, so I, so I, I read you off... <clears throat> the year by year? Yeah, but he, he goes all the way back. He goes some years before that, but for his current career, from 2012 to 2022... 33,091 yards, 226 touchdowns, 94 interceptions, career quarterback mm. rating of 98.3. That's that's not total QBR. This is no, the, no, this is the, QB, this, is the this, this, this is the quarterback rating. This is when the one one uh what is it? One one uh 
four is one forty one 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 fifty nine oh, is one fifty one okay is perfect quarterback rating. QBR is rated from zero to a hundred. Yeah, which so, we don't really care too much. Yeah, about. I don't I don't do QBR is a flawed stat too. Um, hundred percent agree. Who? Two hundred twenty-four and ninety-four in two twenty-four and ninety two twenty two twenty-six and ninety-four two twenty-six and ninety-four in eleven years thirty-three thousand yards. Um, I would say I want to say no. I want to say no just because it's already a pass-happy league. It is, but you also have to think this quarterback started playing in 2012 when we were still kind of high. Ah, no, that's that's this. Um, okay. Uh, oh, his completion percentage for his career is also 66.8. Oh, that's that. pretty good. Um, okay. Ah, da da done. Of course, he didn't give me no accolades. I'm going to say. He might be borderline if I had to vote. If I had to vote, I would I would say he'd get in, he'd probably get him like maybe six because they go they go nine in the NFL, right? I I want sure. But I might yeah, but so obviously you're already saying he's not a first ballot hall of Oh, he's definitely not a first ballot hall of fame. I just even though um but he's still young he's still on the young side too That's what I'm saying. um his so, tra- his so, trajectory yeah, his, tra- so, his trajectory can say He'll make it in the Hall of Fame if he continue if he continues forward. Yeah. So that and that's that's what's so like I said, he's currently been playing for eleven years. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. So, so you can So if it, he comes in the league maybe twenty two, so he's about 33, 34, somewhere in there. And I would say another good if win a Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl as the as the starting QB and then another another three or four years of four thousand plus yards, I I mean he has a legitimate just on career passing yards and touchdowns, he has a a pretty close case of getting in, but of those eleven years, six of them he's thrown for over four thousand yards. Yeah, that's that's but, pretty impressive. But he threw for four thousand yards more recently. His first one was twenty fifteen. We so okay. Wait a minute. Wait wait wait. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. So 20- no no. I'm gonna say no. Okay. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Um. It was hard for me to say no, but I'm. I think because he started like right at the tail end of the last era, where it wasn't necessarily spread the ball around all the time. It was more like a fifty-fifty kind of league. Like you, you still wanted a good running back. So I'll say no. He, he's he. I'll say no. He won't make it. Um, okay. There's nothing. I pop like if it was the NBA, I would think he, I would think he make it because the NBA just lets any goddamn person in. Um, and I would say he's in the Hall of Really Good. Um, I think this, I think this guy can start for a very good team. I think he should be quarterback in a playoff contender. Uh, might even have made an NFC Championship game or AFC Championship game. 
If not, I'm pretty sure he's already been to the second round probably once or twice. Um, I'm gonna say no though. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna say no. And uh, so, two guesses. Who do you think it is? Hmm. Hmm. Uh. He didn't read off any accolades, so I can't even get that. That was a smart move to not read off accolades. Oh, so, um, accolades is another thing. So if he made some all pro teams, maybe, but I'm pretty sure he didn't because Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, uh, just and then that at the end, the tail end of that era, they had. I'm going to either say it's that's a lot of passing yards. I'm either gonna say, ooh, his accolades, his accolades will make a case for him to be in the Hall of Fame. I can't, ooh. I'm gonna either say Cam Newton or ooh, Cam Newton or Kirk Cousins. Okay, that's solid because it was Kirk Cousins. Okay, man. I, if if you would have read off that, if you would have read off any accolades, I could have probably figured it out on the accolades. I'm not going. I'm not going to do that to you, though. Not but I, 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 I just, I know Kirk Cousins sat for most of his rookie. He sat damn near all no, his no, rookie year. His first two. He his first. Cause he I, didn't. He didn't play very much his first two years. It was twelve and thirteen. He didn't know, play I, very much. I know uh, RG three was because they got drafted. RG him and RG three got drafted in the same class by the same team. Yes. So RG three was the starter in two thousand twelve. He only threw for four sixty six in two thousand thirteen. Threw for eight hundred fourteen yards. Yeah. So I kind of want to throw them out. His first full season as a starter, which was twenty fifteen, he threw for four thousand yards. Yeah. Four thousand one sixty six to be exact. And, and so, I was I was spot on with saying so, he's been to the second round. So as a starter, four thousand, four thousand, four thousand, four thousand, three thousand, four thousand, four thousand. He's Mister Consistent. He is Mister Consistent. It's hard to tell it, but if he goes with this season, and let's just say, all right, he's his two thousand twenty two now. If he plays until let's say twenty twenty five, and he continues to throw for four thousand yards, I would give him my vote. I wouldn't, and you know why I wouldn't. And the reason that the, the main reason why I wouldn't, there is a guy by the name of Donovan McNabb. Within a eight year stretch, he made a Super Bowl and five NFC, I think it was five NFC championship games under Andy Reid in Philadelphia. Now, obviously, that was not a past happy league the way it is now, unless you were Peyton Manning, you know what I'm saying? Command. But I mean, Philadelphia really had a Detroit Pistons run without the championship. If you look over in basketball, when that's why I, I think Chauncey Billups or Ben Wallace deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Fair enough. So, um, the fact that this man is two and ten in prime time, and I, what do you? He's won two playoff games. Three. So let's see. I just wanted to look this up. So. It's funny that you say what you said. We were talking about Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb, for his career, has thrown 37,276 yards. Not very much more Not very much more than Kirk Cousins. No, no, currently. no. He has zero 4,000-yard seasons. Yeah. Um, his highest touchdown season was 2004. 
which was 31. That was the year, the, the 2004-5? Yeah, 31 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. T.O. So, um, quarterback rating that particular year was 104, which was really, yeah, that was literally, that's his only season of over 100. Of course. He's had a 77 and 84 and 86, 79, 85, 95 in 2006. I think that's I think that's the year when they beat they beat the brace off of Dallas to, to win the division. 89, 40, 46, 92, 77, and 82 in 2011. We'll never forget it. Is that when he was playing for Washington in 2011? No, nah, 2011 he's in Minnesota. Okay. So, 11 years in Philly, one year in Minnesota, one year in Washington. Yeah. Of course, his last year in I think it was his last year in Washington is when Mike Vick came back and took over. He only played one year in Washington. Yeah. And he threw. Four. I mean, I, I mean, uh, I mean, his last year in Philly. His oh. last year in Philly, I think, is when Michael Vick came back and took over, yeah. and then he went to Washington the next year. Because in his one year in Washington, he threw for three thousand three hundred seventy-seven yards, fourteen touchdowns, three interceptions. I'm sorry, fourteen touchdowns, fifteen interceptions. Yeah, it sounds Holy about right. Shit. Um. Yeah. I wonder who was on. I wonder who was on that team. So eleven. So you're talking about. So right now. Donovan McNabb played 13 years. Yeah. So, 13 years of Kirk Cousins and 13 years of Donovan McNabb will be very interesting. Yeah. Because we haven't gotten to 13 years of Kirk Cousins yet. We're only at 10. I'm curious to look at that. Because right now, with Kirk Cousins having more 4,000 yards now, the argument can also be made that McNabb had better weapons at least that one particular year. No, McNabb definitely had better but weapons. Right now, this would be the year for Kirk Cousins because of the weapon, the weapon that he has. Weapon, Stephon Diggs. Well, not Stephon. Sorry, Justin oh, Jefferson. Just sorry. Uh, yeah. Even Adam Thielen, who used to be the number one, which is yeah. crazy to think about. Now he's like the number two slash three. A uh, Dalvin Cook, um, Irv Smith is a tight end over there. So and he's like, he's and he, he's okay with it. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I'll say this: um, Kirk Cousins. Just be, you know the era, the era difference or whatever. But to, I could definitely tell you this: if you were to look up Troy Aikman's stats right now, Kirk Cousins probably has better stats right now overall in his career. Yeah, but, but Troy Aikman had a better team. Exactly, and he won. The, that's what I'm. If let's just say, for the sake of argument, uh, Kirk Cousins gets one All Pro. In the next three or four years, he, let's say he has one all-pro team, which all-pro was very freaking hard to make. I mean, it's 32 damn quarterbacks. Um, has Kirk Cousins? He's never been an all-pro. Huh? No, I th- he's been to the Pro Bowl. He hasn't been an yeah. all-pro. So let's say he gets an all-pro, gets two, two maybe three Pro Bowls, and he wins a championship. That, that kind of bolsters his case. But if he was to stop today and we had to vote, it would be denied. He won't get in at all. Um, I just uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't put him in. I when like you said, when he gets to year thirteen, it'll be interesting. Um, I was saying if he plays thirteen, fourteen years, but he continues to throw four thousand, four thousand, and four thousand in this current NFL, that's hard to do. How many, how many four thousand, almost five thousand yard quarterbacks do we have? Right. Well, now? hell, Jameis is one of them. That that should tell you enough right there. No, no. <laughs> do we have ten that are throwing? 
Uh, Dak. Well, Dak ain't finna throw four thousand. Not this year, but you or can. last year for that matter. Uh, uh, Dak. Um, so we know Aaron Rodgers. We know Rodgers, Rodgers, Brady, Stafford, for sure. Yeah. Oh, oh, hell yeah. Josh yeah. Allen, obviously. Yeah. Um, Kirk Cousins. So that's five. Did we say Brady already? Yes. Right um, now we're at five. Kirk Cousins is five. Uh, uh, Jameis. Jameis. I know he throws a lot of interceptions, well, but he he'll get four. He didn't 000. do it last year because he wasn't the starter. This year he should, but we'll see. And he was out last year too. Jameis was. That's what I'm yeah. So we'll we'll um so we'll say he'll we'll, we're just gonna speculate that he's gonna do that this year. Derek Carr. Carr has been another one. That's another interesting quarterback. Yeah. Um, Justin Herbert. Yeah, Herbert's gonna throw for probably damn near five. We already said Stafford. Mm-hmm. Um. I think Jimmy could get there. I really, I think Jimmy G could get there. I don't. But um, it depends on how. But but again, this is where the dink and dunk thing comes in. If he hits Debo short and Debo keeps breaking, and Debo breaks over and over again, it can be done. Um, Fair enough. Supplement of your counterparts. So I, I think I think Jimmy's team makes him capable of doing it. Um, Tua should be able to do it with Tyreek Hill and uh, and you Waddle. Say, you, you're right. Should um, um so for the sake of this discussion, Jimmy G has zero four thousand yard seasons. Not surprised. His closest, 2019, three thousand nine hundred seventy eight. Oh come on! I'm and in before that it was three thousand twenty two yards, man. Oh my god! Two thousand twenty one. Three thousand thirty-eight hundred and ten. Um, so Jimmy Garoppolo may not be in this discussion. So I can't, I'm trying. I'm trying to think back to who the NFL executives picked as the top ten quarterbacks because Lamar Jackson yeah. wasn't there. We've named eight, and we named Lamar, and Lamar wasn't even in the top ten. Well, uh, but Lamar's not. Lamar's probably not throwing. Is Lamar throwing four thousand yards? He, I think he will this year. Playing for that damn contract, he will. No, I'm saying. Oh, we're, like we're talking consistent. We, we, we I the, think Lamar can cons- consistently throw. The conversation was for consistently. I, I think Lamar it. can consistently throw four thousand. I do. I just think he's just been running oh. too damn much. Of course, he can throw four thousand. That's not four four thousand. Oh, I was like, I think Lamar can consistently throw for four thousand. I do. As it currently stands. I want to look at it for his career. I don't want to look at. I don't know. I don't know if he made four thousand. I don't know if he's made four thousand yet. But he'll definitely make. He's definitely gonna make it this year. I'm about to tell you right now. Lamar Jackson for his career has not thrown for four thousand. Yeah. Closest year 2019 three thousand one hundred and twenty seven. So I do not think he will cross over into four thousand this year. I think he'll cross over into four thousand. He's throw. He's thrown for more for more passing yards in these first two weeks than he's right, done yeah. in his in his right career now. So he far. is currently he is thrown for five hundred and thirty one yeah. in two games. So is it possible? Sure, but I don't know. I don't think so. Right now we're stuck at eight. You think Jalen Hurts will do it? No. Nah, I didn't think so either. I think he'll get close though. So unless you're gonna tell me it's Trevor Lawrence, Jared Goff. Baker Mayfield. No. Um I don't even know why you I don't even know no, why you said Baker Mayfield. Just, I'm just no. I'm naming the quarterbacks we haven't named. Um Russ? Fuck, we didn't even name Russ. Russ. Holy <laughs> shit, we didn't name Russ. Russ. <laughs> How did we not name Russ? Yeah. <laughs> Russ. So that's nine. Nine is Russ. So. Yeah, I don't I, we don't even gotta look. I know he's throwing for four thousand. Um I'm about to, I mean I'm gonna verify, right? I I know I know he 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 had to throw he had to throw for four thousand two years ago. 
at least. Wait, not Russell. What, what the? Wrong sport. Um, I don't know why they pulled up Westbrook when I said Wilson. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm sure for yeah, like, yeah, Russ is thrown for four thousand yards three times. Yeah, I'm not even surprised. The last, the last three. No, no, no. La- uh, 2021, he threw for 3,100. Wow. 2020, 4,200. There it is. 2019, 4,100. So, Russ makes nine. So, the question is, who is number 10? Who are we missing? Because I don't know if Trevor Lawrence... Trevor Lawrence might... Maybe it's Trevor Lawrence. Because he has more weapons this year. Is it Kyler? Oh. I don't know if Kyler's thrown for 4,000, though. Let's find out. I'm sure he's gotten damn close. He's close, though. Kyler Murray is thrown for 3,971, so he's close. Another. First, it was 22 yards short, and I was 20, 29 yards short. I'm like, shit. Who, I'm like, I'm really going down this list. I'm like, who are we forgetting? Joe Burrow. Well, Joe Burrow's only, this is what? Third year. I mean, he should. I think he threw for 4,000 last year, though. Hell, I hope so. The way that offense was playing. 4,611. There's number 10. Woo! Yeah. Joe Burrow's definitely going... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's number 10. Out. If, if there was a way to adjust for the impact of pace, something like what they did the other day with... Uh, when they when they adjusted the pace from the '90s in the basketball, because they were like, well, Michael Jordan couldn't score at least 40 a game, and Kobe couldn't do this, and they adjusted for pace. And when you adjust for the for the pace by percentage wise, how much it increased, they were blowing a lot of people out the water. Kobe's 81 was the highest scoring game in NBA history when they adjusted for pace, even over Will Chamberlain's 100. Damn, because. Because you have to remember, when Kobe scored 81, it was the best defensive era yeah. in basketball. And people were literally winning games. I mean, hell, the Spurs won game seven against the Pistons like 87, 82 or some shit like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so, I missed that era of basketball. Yeah, so they, they adjusted for the pace of play. And when they adjusted for the pace, Kobe's 81 holds weight like nothing comes close. And then when you adjusted, for the, when you adjusted the pace down... The highest scoring game we've seen in the past 10 years, which is Devin Booker's 70 or 72. Yeah, I think it was 72, yeah. When you just for the pace, the percentage of the slower pace back then, it dropped down to almost like 40-something. So, What about like what about Clay's game? I didn't check for Clay's game. I think Clay's, I, personally, I think Clay's eight, game with would... With dribbles, that's, that's got to be I, ridiculous. I, I think Clay has a special circumstance that... He was not dribbling the damn ball. And in any era, Clay Thompson will light the three-point line up. Uh, oh, yeah, bro. If you'd have put Clay Thompson in the yeah. 90s, oh, my God, bro. You put, Clay you put Thompson Clay in the 90s would have been stupid. I think the only the only era he would not have scored that 63 is probably the 2000s just because. Defense. Yeah, just because of defense. But he would, he, I think he should, if they adjusted for that one game, around, man. He, he would still get to 40, 50 points. It's not going to be that big. But Devin Booker's game is a big drop. It was a big drop off because of uh the defensive rating of the other team. They, yeah. Like, I don't think Devin Booker's would replicate in the 90s. No. And they lost that damn game. Yeah. I don't think Devin Booker's would replicate in the 90s, but Klay Thompson for sure. 
just because Clay Thompson was also a really a damn good defender too. So it's like yeah. it's just a different. Like, like he would have held his own in the nineties. I don't think Devin Booker could now. Devin Booker's dribbling, on the other hand, would have definitely kept him alive. Same with Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving in the nineties with the way he dribbles would have been stupid. Yeah, he would. He probably would have had a couple of Iverson, See, B. This Jordan mixtapes. This, 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 this is the the argument that people have all the time. Like, well, yeah, we all know we great players will be great players in any era. I tell people that all the time. Of course, if you hand pluck Kyrie right now. Of what he is, with his handles and everything, and drop in the nineties. Of course, his, his handles would be stupid. I mean, Allen Iverson handles weren't as good as Kyrie's. And Allen Iverson was stupid during that era with handles. Bro, so Ky- you, Kyrie Iverson, Jay Will, Jason Kidd, Jay crossover in his prime. <sighs> like, bro, that. Oh my God, bro, the mixtapes back then. Hell, Steph, bro, the mixtapes. Nah, Steph would have got hurt. Well, well, yeah, but the handle, the mixtapes, yes. yeah, yeah, the, for the mixtapes have been great, but yeah. Steph wouldn't have lasted in the nineties. Not if he went to the Steph, basket. Now, if Steph, he just stayed in shot. He wouldn't be able to. I don't know. I've, uh, uh, um, I always mess don't up Don't say dude Sharif Abdul right. No. Oh. Uh, the, the other one. Uh, my, uh, uh, oh, my God. Mahmood. My, my oh, oh, Sharif Mahmood. Um, shit. I know you're talking about. I, Chris Jackson, damn it. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> Chris Jackson. Steph Curry. Is is like how Chris Jackson was like, and and for for the people that don't know, uh, the stuff Steph Curry does, Ray Allen was doing in the two thousands in Seattle and in Milwaukee. This is one hundred percent true, and this is plus dunking on people. Um, Milwaukee Ray Allen was a was a bad motherfucker. Man, I just seen this video the other day, reminded me of Seattle. Seattle, the original Splash Brothers with uh, uh, Ray Allen and uh, Rashard Lewis. These dudes were phenomenal. The 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 2000s era of basketball, when everybody in the West to get into the playoffs have to win 50 games. There was one year when nobody, I think it was like everybody won 52 yeah, games your, and somebody still top, missed the playoffs. Your top eight won at least 50. The team, the, the number nine or 10 team won like 48 games. There, there was one season where the top 10 teams all won 50 games, and I was like, this is stupid. Yeah. It's dumb. So, yeah. I, I, that, the 2000s but back, back was... to, you know, back, back, back to the Kirk Cousins thing. Um, he just doesn't have the accolades to bolster his resume, and accolades really adjust for the times. Oh, for sure. That that's that's one thing. Acc- accolades really adjust for the times. Um. So, is he a Hall of Famer right now? No. But, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. If you'd have asked me two years ago, is Matthew Stafford a Hall of Famer? I would have told you no. Then he went out and won a championship. Fair enough. And I was like, championship kinds of ass to this resume now. Which is interesting because Megatron got in, you know. Well, wait, well, well Meg, Meg, Megatron was just, he was Meg- transcendent. I understand that, but who was throwing him the ball? I know who was throwing him the ball. Okay, I'm just saying. But, but he he was he was transcendent, though. Megatron, Megatron is, if he wouldn't have, Megatron has a case to be a top five receiver of all time. I'm not, if he argue, doesn't, I'm not arguing that. If he if he and and he might be the most talented body wise I'm not to arguing that either. ever play at that position my only I'm not even going to say argument but when we talk about body prime megatron and prime like julio jones are like two people to come to mind immediately yeah cuz prime julio was just stupid Pri- I, don't, I, w- I would take the only reason why I would take cuz uh prime julio had the length yeah but yeah. but megatron's 
catch radius, his his wingspan. His wingspan, his his, they, his size. So remember back on ESPN when they used to do the sports science? So I remember when he did specifically did Megatron. Megatron, they stretched him across a garage door. This motherfucker could hit almost every spot on the opening of a garage door. Like a normal one-car garage, like the motherfucker was hitting every spot. That's ridiculous with Me- his wingspan. Megatron was physically gifted, size, strength. This dude was... This dude was really LeBron in the NFL. I, but now that I think about it. Yeah, that's, that's... Yeah. You had never seen a dude that size build-wise, that tall. That and, and that fast. And, and move the way he did. I, Calvin, I remember playing Madden 2008 when Roy Williams was still there. And I was like... This dude Calvin Johnson is a beast, and I'm and I followed him the rest of man, and just oh my god, Megatron was a monster. Um, Kirk Cousins, you know what? I feel like the 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 Carson Palmer thing applies to Kirk Cousins, and what I mean is, I'll give you that. Colin Cowherd once said that Kirk Cousins is an NFL Hall of Famer. Had he landed with Bill Belichick in New England, yeah. Or had he landed with Bruce Arians. Or had he landed with Bruce Arians. Or Andy Reid. Right. Because I specifically remember screaming at my TV for the Texans to take Kirk Cousins after watching him play. I was like, take Kirk Cousins. I don't know how the hell the league had let Kirk Cousins and RG3 get drafted by the same team. but Because the league can't stop what teams decide to do. I'm, I, I'm not talking about – I'm just talking about all the other teams when I say the league, not, not the yeah, NFL. No, I got yeah. you. But just for the sake of the argument, just imagine – that prime Texans team with a Kirk Cousins as opposed to, you know, what they went through. I'm not sitting there telling you that Kirk Cousins would have won a Super Bowl. I'm not I'm not even going there. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying that's what I imagined the whole time. Like, bruh, I, I understand the Texans love Matt Schaub. They loved him. I, as a Texans fan, loved and hated Matt Schaub. I loved and hated Matt Schaub. Um, number one, he overachieved. But I will I, say that forever. I, I definitely think a Kirk Cousins Gary Kubiak marriage would have been very interesting to watch. Yeah, because a West he's he's not the most athletic, but he is a West Coast style quarterback. Yeah, you can boot him out. He can roll out and make that throw, especially when you got Andre Johnson and fucking Arian Foster to throw the ball to. Oh man, yeah. And then you had a young you would have had a young DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know if Ke- I remember if Kevin Walter was still on that team. Yes. Oh my goodness! On the other side, you hit <sighs> prime JJ. Man. <sighs> but then, if you had had a prime JJ, you probably would have. You most likely would not have been able to draft Jadavian Clowney, Whitney Merciless. Possibly. Jadavian Clowney was injured most I know, of the time, but, so and possibly not Brian Cushing as well. Well, Brian maybe Cushing not, was... and maybe not even Jonathan Joseph. Well, they 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 picked up Jonathan Joseph from free agency. They didn't draft oh. him. Yeah, Fair Jonathan enough. Joseph and uh, Kareem Jackson were both free agents that they that they picked up. So you sure right? They sure were playing with you right? Yeah, I missed I missed that boat. That Bulls on parade, man! What a defense that was. That's what they, I remember when the Battle Red jerseys first debuted. I mean, yeah. that's kind of fire ass jersey, man. That that Battle Red was kind of fire. Yeah, I mean, I still like that jersey. It's I one just, of my favorite color rush style. I really jerseys. I really wanted Kirk Cousins to come to Houston because I I thought. That Kirk Cousins was going to have a better career than RG three, no matter what Skip Bayless said. Obviously, Skip, I will tell people Skip wasn't necessarily wrong 
was going with RG3, but he wasn't 100% right for the longevity. He wasn't anticipating the injuries that none of us were anticipating. I wasn't anticipating the injuries that early in his career. No. Yeah. But I think Washington did get it right. I mean, he won rookie of the year. So Washington did get it right. But um and that was over uh 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 what you gonna call it? Uh the guy, Colts. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. And so Well, Andrew Luck ain't even playing no more. Neither is RG three for that. Neither matter. Is, yeah. Kirk Cousins is the last man standing. Well, Kirk Cousins deserves to be the last one standing. Well, I, I, Andrew Luck just retired just because he was tired of getting hit and Indianapolis. Because <laughs> right now Joe Burrow's on that trajectory. Oh yeah. So you got a new offensive line, he's still getting beat the fuck up. So yeah. that was that's a good one. That's the only play you got. Yeah, yeah, we do. Oh, okay. We okay. don't want to. Okay, I, I'll that's, bring you. I'm gonna bring you a, a different uh, different position next week. That's that. That's that's a. I haven't I, I haven't decided which position I'm gonna go with yet, but um. I like that. I, I like that one. Uh, I wanted to make sure one that wasn't easy but wasn't difficult. It was like a mid tier. I promise you, had you have not went back to twenty, you're like, well, in twenty, if you would have just gave me his overall numbers, I I probably wouldn't have. I probably would have guessed Cam Newton and somebody else. Yeah. Had you had not said 2012, I was like, okay, who was young around that time? If had you never said 2012, I would have never guessed Kirk Cousins. I would have probably guessed somebody like uh, Russell Wilson and Cam Newton. Those were the two I would have guessed. Which is, I mean, but that that goes to show you. I've always said Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. You know, just he is. he's a consistent he quarterback. Just, he just can't win primetime games. He he can't win primetime games. And the and the game that he that he did win. In the playoffs, they were both afternoon games. They did. He beat the Saints <laughs> at like one o'clock, and then he beat uh somebody. I think with Aaron Rodgers and company. Ooh, because he's won, he's won two. I I remember the game against uh the Saints when they said he can't win the big one, and he did. I think did. the other one was against Aaron Rodgers. The other one was when he was in Washington. Yeah. I don't. I I doubt was that it was the one. Or was I, that the one to win the division and they won the playoff game? I doubt it was to beat Aaron Rodgers because when Kirk Cousins came in, I doubt Aaron Rodgers was in the division in in the uh the wild card round because they still had the top two teams were yeah. bye week. I don't. Know. I have to look at. I have to go back and look at that. But um, yeah. I know he's won two playoff games though. So yeah. more than a lot of other quarterbacks can say. So. Deshaun. Oh, Deshaun's won two. Never mind. Yeah, Deshaun's won two. Deshaun's won two. Baker's won one. One. Yeah. A lot of other Dax won. Three or two playoff games? Playoff games. I might. He might only have won one. I know. I know for sure he won. He won one. I don't know how much he might have won two. I. I mean, because I know did, they got broke off by the Rams. Did, did, did they win in the wild card any time? I don't think they've won in the wild card any time. Okay, when they beat the Lions, was Dak the quarterback or was that um, Tony Romo still? I think that what? was still Tony Romo. He is Dak Prescott is one in three in the playoffs. One, okay. Well, Told you. Well, who the hell did he beat? Seahawks. The Seahawks. He lost to the Packers. You're not surprised. The Rams and not the surprised. Niners. And last not surprised. Year. <laughs> well, I mean the Rams because they ran all they ran all over the. I'm not surprised by Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the Cowboys yeah. killer. San Francisco was San Francisco. Green Bay that was. Oh man! Oh, that's, is that the is no because no, the catch is Tony Romo. Romo. Oh, oh, is that uh their rookie year? Is that is that Dak and Zeke's rookie year? Uh, well, it's twenty seventeen. Yeah, actually, it is. Yeah, yeah it because because they were like they they were like thirteen 20, and three. Because twenty sixteen was a rookie year, so yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, that Dak, was th- Dak didn't play bad. 
No, but they were still running everything through Zeke. Um, he was 24 of 38, 302 yards, yeah. three touchdowns, one interception. He was sacked twice. So, I mean, and he had 100. That was his best playoff game. He had 103.2 rating. It was actually his best playoff game. Yeah. Because in the game that he won, he was 22 of 33, 226 yards, one touchdown, one interception. But I also want you to, I also want you to remember too that um, this was before Green Bay had finally committed to making a freaking defense around Aaron Rodgers. Well, and they still were, they still lost to Green Bay. Yeah. Because they beat. They beat the Seahawks and went on to lose to the Rams, who literally, like I said, ran all over their ass. And we know what San Fran did to them last year. Well, yeah. Dak was uh, still wasn't bad. Ironically, like I said, Dak. Well, it's, the year they lost is the year they lost to the Rams. Is that's not that's not the year that the Rams went to the Super Bowl, right? With with Jared Goff. The 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 uh the the loss to the Patriots. Yes, the last Patriots Super Bowl. Yeah, but I call it Flaggate. And, and I let me tell you why I call a flag gate. Oh no! No, not 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 with the Patriots. I know that. But but you know why I call a flag gate. That was a damn pass interference call, and the refs turned a blind eye, and I yeah. couldn't believe it. I still laugh about it because I hate the Saints. But in this game against the Niners, Dak was twenty three of forty three, one touchdown, one interception, had a sixty nine point three passer rating. That was his worst playoff game. That's horrible. That was last year. Coming off of that injury thing. They got ran through like that? Yeah. Oh, but San Fran was in the uh the conference game. Debo Debo was doing a number on everybody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Dak is one and three. So Kirk Cousins has a better playoff record. Imagine you go to the imagine you go to the conference championship game and when the season starts, you're like, you know what? We're gonna try the young guy. So essentially, what was supposed to happen was Jimmy G was getting the Alex Smith treatment. That's just that. Because I tell people all the time, like, man, look, Colin Kaepernick came. I hear people say, Colin Kaepernick came in and turned, San, and turned the San Francisco team around. I'm like, bro, they were literally in the championship game the year before Colin Kaepernick took over. Kaepernick was just the X factor to get them over the hump. Right. Kind of like, I guess, Tampa Bay with... Uh, Take Tony James, Dungy? Shit, take Jameis out, insert Tom Brady, and team is in the Super Bowl. Oh, I was talking about Tony Dungy and the... Well, uh, but, but yeah, that's... All, that was bullshit, but... Because Tony Dungy built that team, and John Gruden took advantage of it. What about Mark Jackson and uh, Steve Kerr? He got the Mark, Jack, the Mark Jackson uh, treatment in, in the NBA. Lamar Jackson? Treatment. Mark Jackson. Oh, Mar- oh, Mark Jackson, Steve Kerr. Lord. Yeah, that was... Yeah, I feel bad for Mark Jackson. Man ain't got another job since. Crazy. Man yeah. says the best shooting backcourt ever. Nobody believed him, and it turned out to be the best shooting. And they're still in their prime. Exactly. Unreal. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to wrap up season three, episode two. We put us a nice show together. We put us a nice little thing together for you guys. I hope you guys enjoy what we got going on here. We tried to put it everything together to make sure that season three was going to surpass season two. Obviously, we're only two episodes in. We got a lot more work to do. But tune in this weekend. Brews and Cues is going down. We will be making out the rest of our NFL picks. If you have been tuning in to Brews and Cues, you will continue to see what we have been putting out there. Yeah, you'll continue to see me dominating. Sure. Call it what it is. Um We'll see how things shape out around week 10. We'll see how these records change. 
We'll see how the fantasy shakes out. We'll see how everything else shakes out. I'm still worried about um, you. I'm, I'm worried about your bruising cues being like your fantasy football. You know, you start off slow, and I know you just get stupid ass hot. We'll talk about that. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. Of course, like we always say, we appreciate you guys. We love all of our listeners over and over again. Um, keep tuning in. Keep checking us out on uh, gentlemanstalk.com. Keep checking us out on the YouTube. Of course, Gentlemen's Talk, it is there. Catch us on Instagram. Of course, I am always around. DJ Michael B is always doing things, especially being the resident DJ for the Baytown Broncos yep. and everything else. So check us out and be ready for it. Coming with you in another hot episode next week. I'm signing off. I am your man, Mr. GQ. I'm your boy, DJ Michael B. Happy 21st of September, people. We're out. Oh,